Hello and welcome to our ongoing series of communications with the folks that are putting the dynamic and complex automotive industry into perspective. Very fortunate today to catch up with J.D. Powers' Ben Bartos. He's the manager of forecast analytics there and is joining us today to talk about the impact of weather and climate events on the uh, automotive industry and the pricing of used, new and used vehicles in the sectors that are affected by major weather events. Ben, thank you so much for for taking the time to chat with us today. Glad to be here. So, Ben, why don't we start by uh, helping us understand and putting into a historical context the impact that weather events such as hurricanes or even fires and things like that have on, uh, on the automotive industry and the regions that are affected by those events. Weather is a highly unpredictable occurrence. So as it, relates, as it impacts the auto industry, uh, really a lot of the efforts are um, slightly proactive, but mostly reactive. And what I mean by that is obviously to the consumer, anytime a hurricane is expected, their response should be to vacate that area as quickly as possible. And in doing so, it um, hopefully will prevent the loss of their vehicle. For dealers or um, auction houses, uh, it's moving that inventory to areas where um, they can minimize the loss as much as possible. Um, that's not always possible to do. In response, what they need to do is plan for that loss. Recently, most people are aware of, there was a hurricane that hit the southeast coast of the United States, mainly in North and South Carolina. And um, luckily, the the loss that's expected as a result of this hurricane, Hurricane Florence, is much lower than what we have seen historically from Hurricane Harvey and Irma in the Texas area, um, Hurricane Sandy in the Northeast, and then Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans. And what we do is we use those histor- historical events um, as a benchmark or a gauge to determine what we think will be the impact to used vehicle pricing. We're not necessarily in the market of estimating the number of losses of vehicles, but we are monitoring those statistics and we use that in our, our measuring of the impact on used vehicle prices. So, Ben, as, as you look at that historical record, uh, what has been the effect? Is it, you know, because weather events tend to be quite regional specific. Does, uh, do these weather events only affect that local market or is there a ripple effect, uh, broader throughout the, throughout the region and perhaps even throughout the country when, when major weather events, uh, uh have a, an impact in destroying property, both the property of the consumer as well as perhaps the inventory that you mentioned before? of the fleets and the used car dealerships or the auction houses? You touched on it exactly. It it doesn't, uh, I mean, it mainly affects the area that is impacted by the storm, but there are um, ripple effects in in that dealers or auction houses that either need to close or that lose substantial inventory, they have to then go and pull vehicles from areas outside of the impacted area. what that does is it is almost a catalyst for what we would see as an increase in price. So if we take um, Hurricane Harvey and Irma, the area that was impacted by that those two storms was significantly larger 
and much more heavily populated than, say, the area that was impacted by the most recent hurricane, Hurricane Florence. So because of the not only the number of people impacted, but the number of vehicles lost as a result of those two storms that happened so close together, um, they then need to pull inventory from areas outside of that. And if we think about the that region of the country, there are a lot of people who drive what we would call um, light-duty trucks. So you're already looking at um, a population of vehicles that typically are a little bit more expensive to begin with. And then to um, resupply that area and resupply that number of vehicles, they would have to not only expand to just outside the Texas region, but might need to go even further in order to pull that resupplied inventory. Very interesting. Now, uh, so does that then have an impact on on the pricing in terms of uh, how much people are paying for uh, a a vehicle uh, pre-event uh, and then versus post-event? What kind of a delta have you seen in the pricing uh, between those two periods of time? Yeah, so very simply, um, we see the, the price go up for a couple of reasons. Um, to say that the impact of one is greater than the other, it's somewhat hard to tell. But if we think of just simple supply and demand, we have um, a lack of inventory, so low supply. But because of the loss, we see an increase in demand in a very short period of time. Uh, again, depending on the size of the storm and the amount of damage, that price or that relationship of supply and demand may vary. So if we're going to, say, uh, use Hurricane, again, Harvey as an example, versus, say, uh, Superstorm Sandy, um, we're looking at two very different populations of people. We have the Northeast Corridor, which you have a lot of larger cities, but probably fewer, a smaller driving population. Um, versus the city of Houston, which is a, another very large city, but it has a very large driving population. So dealers um, in acquiring new inventory, they may have to pay transportation costs or um, repair costs related to damaged vehicles, and that will then drive up the price. And while they won't want to absorb that price fully, they will then pass that on to the consumer, which eventually drives the price up. So we might see that as a result of Hurricane Harvey, the price may have increased a little bit more than, say, the price of an average vehicle as a result of Hurricane Sandy, just simply because of that dynamic of supply and demand. So, Ben, very interesting, the sort of broad impacts uh, of, of these weather events. But I'm wondering, uh, what are the shifts that you have seen in terms of price, price points in the context of time frames uh, in, in the aftermath of major events such as what we're talking about? Yes. So the information that we have available to us and that we're analyzing on a regular basis um, indicates that the month of the hurricane Depending on where the hurricane falls in the month, we can see an increase in price. Um, obviously, it, it, it's the severity of the hurricane or the, the length of time that it's required for uh, dealers, auction houses uh, to begin coming back online and then uh, providing services to their customers who are looking to get a new vehicle or a replacement vehicle. Um, we see that the, the most significant increases in prices are re potentially related to the storm outside of normal seasonal 
movements happen one to three months following the hurricane. And again, it's a lot of it is dependent on the region that's affected, also, but also, again, the size of the hurricane. Uh, but for example, with Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Katrina, the month following the hurricane, we saw uh, roughly one and a half percent increase in the price of the average used vehicle. Um, again, that is not accounting for natural depreciation of the price of the vehicle, or um, and that's, again, seasonally adjusting those figures such that normal seasonal patterns are not influencing that price movement. So that is just a pure market movement where we saw, on average, about a 1.5% increase in the price of a vehicle. Very interesting. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about the tools and the resources that you use to track the impact of, of weather events on, on the pricing uh, of, of vehicles uh, in general, but uh, of used uh, vehicles in particular. We have a plethora of data that we are collecting anywhere from an, a daily basis to a weekly basis to a monthly basis. And all of this uh, we are synthesizing and we are summarizing in different ways. Uh, one of the best ways that, that we can communicate with the market um, in terms of used vehicle price movements is our used vehicle price index. So much of the information that I have shared with you today uh, has been through an assessment of our used vehicle price index. As I mentioned, that that average 1.5% increase in used vehicle pricing uh, comes from our used vehicle price index. And simply, I looked at the time periods of when the hurricanes occurred in the months following, and that's how uh, I produced that number that I shared. But this product, um, or this used vehicle price index, we actually have some products that we provide to the market that we share on a, a monthly basis. Now, the data that we're, we're assessing, again, uh, is, is weekly, but once we get complete months, we then update our index and that is, uh, there's two, two products. There's a free product, which is simply the historical series. And then we have a product that can be purchased for a fee, which not only has our historical indices, but it also has our used vehicle price forecast incorporated into it. And I know that, um, we have several customers at the, at the moment and, uh, anybody who would want to receive some samples of that or um, be interested in purchasing the series with the forecast can speak to one of our sales reps, uh, Steve Stafford. And his information, I believe, can be found on our website. So, Ben, how can the industry use the index to make better decisions uh, in and around the, the time frame of a major weather event such as a hurricane? I think the main way that this can be used is through the assessment of risk, right? So everybody is uh, trying to minimize risk as it pertains to their book of business or their portfolio. So our index can be used to show uh, historical price movements, and that can then allow them, simply as I've shared today, to gain an understanding but also help in assisting with how they might foresee 
their risk changing as a result of these storms. So from my perspective, the fact that Hurricane Florence was so small, it hit a lesser populated area, um, and our understanding is that roughly between 20 to 40,000 vehicles may be impacted by the storm versus upwards of 700,000 that were impacted by Hurricane Harvey and Irma. Uh, the businesses that would be impacted can then prepare themselves by uh, comparing the two. So whereas we saw with Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Katrina, um, with a, the single month following the hurricane, we saw prices rise by roughly 1.5%. Um, understanding that this most recent hurricane was smaller, they can say, well, we, under, we know that there's going to be fewer vehicles lost, the recovery time is shorter, uh, so maybe we could expect a half a percent increase. Or it could simply be zero, uh, depending on the access. So, Ben, very interesting discussion. How would you summarize or what key points would you advise our audience to take home as they assess the impact of weather events on, on the pricing of uh, both the new and used cars going forward? I think we're all understanding that these types of events are unpredictable and the impact that they can have on the used vehicle pricing and the auto market is difficult to predict. And that's why having sound, robust data like we use at JD Power is essential in planning and helping to minimize loss in the aftermath of these storms. And I think a lot of the products and work that we do at JD Power can be very beneficial to clients in helping to mitigate that loss. Ben, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. I really appreciate your shedding life on this complicated but critical consideration in the life cycle of the automotive industry. Thank you. It was my pleasure.